So about this time of the retreat, we began to think of how it is we're going to take the practice home and what the potential benefit of it is. And we'll have more to say about that tomorrow, but I just want to tell a little story to show the benefit of Dharma practice in our life. Several years ago, we started a, a Dharma sanctuary on Maui. And in order to get a building permit, we needed to undertake a, a project to get a better water supply to our property. And this project involved um, another handful of neighbors and uh, a pretty extensive um, improvements to the county water system. And uh, over the course of many years, we finally negotiated uh, an agreement with the water department. And uh, so we began uh, raising the funds to construct it. And as we began to do that, it became apparent that the cost of the project was going to be prohibitive, just extraordinary amount of money. And so before we kind of decided that we couldn't afford to do it, we, I went, I made an appointment with the deputy director of the water department to uh, review the design of the project, the engineering design of the project, to see if there was some way that we could reduce the cost of constructing it. So I asked for a meeting and on the day of the meeting I went and I had prepared an itinerary or um, kind of an agenda of topics I wanted to discuss. So I went there and there was a the deputy director and two or three engineers from the engineering department and a couple of hanger-oners and, and they're all professional bureaucrats. So I said, well, this is why I'm here. This is why I asked if I could meet with you and uh, I'd like to discuss these possible design changes in the system to see if we could reduce the cost of the project so that we could afford it. So I said, first, you know, we're, we're asked to prepare this, uh, to build this water tank, a 10,000 gallon water tank for fire suppression capacity and blah, 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 blah. And we don't really need it because there's another 50,000 gallon tank right beside it. And that tank was going to cost us like $250,000. So I said, well, you know, couldn't, couldn't we reduce the size of the tank to maybe a thousand gallons? And uh, they had a little discussion among themselves and, you know, looked up in the book, uh, page so-and-so, item number so-and-so, paragraph XYZ. And after a few minutes, they came back and said, no, it's not going to be possible because, you know, item number 14, paragraph three says that uh, we have to have 10,000 gallons. Okay, well, um, there's a uh, six-inch water line coming into this tank, but the design calls for an eight-inch water line leaving the tank. How can more water leave the tank than enters? Could we reduce the eight-inch line to six-inch and save, you know, fifty or $60,000? And again, they had another discussion. You know, municipal water design system specifications say that pipes leaving the water tank have to be eight inches. Sorry, no, that's not going to be possible. So, okay. So we went through a couple more items like that. 
and it was clear that I wasn't going to get much relief. And the deputy, after about four or five items, and I had another about another dozen, uh, the deputy director looked at me and he said, um, you're old enough to know, and you don't need me to remind you, life's unfair. <laughs> so I watched my mind spin out, and it just quickly just kind of reviewed what he had just done, you know, the shaming, the humiliating, and I felt the rage and indignant and belittled and dismissed and minimized, and it just was like these feelings and this intense reactive potential was just coursing through my mind. Luckily, I'd been practicing for 30-some years at that point, <laughs> and I could watch it, watch them just go by like a movie unrolling very fast. And, you know, he said that, and it seemed like hours went by before I could, I was so stunned that he would say such a thing. It seemed like hours went by before I could gather my wits about me to respond and, but it probably was about 30 seconds, but it seemed like a long time. And I said, okay, yes, the next item is, um, and on we went. And it was just shortly after that, you know, just, just a few minutes after that, I realized, you know, this, yeah, yeah, he's right. He's right. Life is really unfair. And it can be dealt with. That was the end of it. And I, I, I've had a good relationship with that guy ever since. You know, no resentment. It's just like, you know what? He's just doing his job and, you know, kind of being who he is. And life's unfair. You know, and it can be dealt with. But it can be dealt with if you have a mind that can withstand uh, the unfairness that you can see the unfairness, that you can endure the unfairness, that you don't, you don't feel victimized by the unfairness of life, or that you don't feel entitled to you know, more respect, or whatever it is that you think you need from anyone. Because you can't expect it. And if you want to really be happy in your own life, you have to take full responsibility for your mind and everything that goes on in it. Because you can't control other people. You can't uh, demand respect or even understanding or fairness in life. Who is going to be a better source of uh, support for you than your own awareness? Really. Nobody. Nobody can offer you more support in these kinds of conditions in life than your own awareness and understanding. And that's why we do the work we do here. Because if you haven't had such an experience yet, you will. And all of you have, of course, have had some degree of, you know, indignation and uh, disrespect and, you know, being uh, 
uh, taught the lesson that life is not fair. And if we carry around resentment or blame or indignation or anger or frustration or disappointment, who suffers? That bureaucrat, he's not going to suffer a bit. He's just doing his job. So that's one of the ways that we can benefit from the work of just watching our own mind uh, unspool around whatever it is that's been bothering you today. Whatever it is, it's just a story. And no matter how painful it is to hear that story, to tell yourself that story, or to feel that story, to feel the emotion of that story, we can deal with it. If we learn to steady our mind, if we learn to be able to observe our mind and to understand how it's all happened, how it's all happening. And uh, it's possible. So, thank you. Thank you for your practice today.